That you found me and for my old friends welcome in this is living with gratitude and me well you know me as either brandon d or mr gratitude in the social media world tonight's episode is going to be how your healing matters we're going to get into why taking the time to yourself is so important through the grieving process Rather, you're grieving the loss of a loved one, a friend, a relationship, a job, whatever that is, the loss of a pet. We're going to dive deep into the healing process and what you can expect and ways to actually heal yourself. Before I start tonight's episode, something dawned on me before I started recording and the lovely, amazing young lady who recorded my intro, the Hey, Hey, Mr. Gratitude. Her name is Kelly Rose. She is an up and coming artist. Absolutely incredible. Not just because she's a friend of mine, but I genuinely want to support her and give back and show love for her recording that for me. So if you can, please go to her YouTube, go to TikTok, go to Instagram, her Spotify. She's verified on Spotify and support her music. It's K-E-L-L-I-E Rose underscore music. So Kelly Rose underscore music. Go show her some love. Tell her I sent you and that I'm forever grateful for her recording my intro song. So tonight we're going to get into the healing process and grieving. Whether you're grieving the loss of a family member, the loss of a pet, Whatever that loss is, grief is grief, no matter what. And there's some things that most people aren't aware of that they're going to face and some feelings and some things that happen. And I want to talk about that because most recently, myself, I went through some hardcore grief. Um, I've talked about it in content and social media, but uh, my cup hasn't uh, been filled since February. My dad unexpectedly passed away February 9th and my world hasn't been the same. It's the worst pain I've ever faced in my life. And it's really what inspired me to do this episode because I know so many people need help with the grieving process. The first thing that I want to say is you, you need a strong support system. If you have somebody in your life, no matter who that is, that tells you to get over it or it's time to move on, that's somebody that isn't being in your corner and they're not being very supportive because there is no time frame for grief. No matter what anybody tells you, there is no time frame. Now, to add to that point, 
I will say when it comes to a relationship, that's grief is grief is grief, but there's just a little bit different of a dynamic with a relationship because I, again, something I talk about often is staying single for at least a year after a long-term relationship. So after a year, typically the majority of, of people will be healed and ready to move on to the next relationship. Grieving, you know, mourning the loss of somebody still alive, whether that's through a disease or, or cancer or, or whatever that might be, seeing that person suffer and or physical death is, is a little different in regards to the grieving process. And it could take a lifetime. I, I personally don't feel I will ever stop grieving my dad passing away. He was one of, if, one of the most important people ever in my life. And so I share that with you because being graceful and being patient with yourself is key when it comes to healing. I would say that's the, the first step in the healing process is acknowledging that and, and sitting in that for a little while. And it's okay. It's okay to sit in that and say, this is my time. This is my time to grieve and you can't take that from me. Because you're, what I want to get into, the, the next thing I want to get into here is the five stages of the grieving process. Now, those five stages of grief are going to vary from individual to individual. And typically they go in this order. Stage number one is the crying, the getting angry, the getting upset over the most minuscule of things. And you have to remind yourself that that's okay, that you're going to get those triggers. You're going to drive down the road and you're going to hear a song or you're going to see a movie or you're going to be in the store. Something is going to trigger you and you, you might burst into tears and people might look at you funny, but you know what? They don't know what you're going through. They don't know your pain and that's okay. Like, like they've never seen somebody cry before. It's okay. It is okay. The second stage is the distraction. You are going to try and look for things to distract yourself from grieving. Some of those things might be positive. And unfortunately, most of the time during grief, we look for negative things to distract us. Some people turn to alcohol. Some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to sex. Some people will turn to more positive things like a hobby that they haven't done. And again, these things, even though some of them might be negative, they're, they're a step in the process. And you have to recognize when you get there. Stage number three is going to be your comfort zone. You may try to step out of your comfort zone and do things that you've never done before. Step out of yourself and look at yourself and go, wow, I can't believe I, I've, I did that. That's beyond me. You could reach out to an ex. You know, you, you might try a one night stand. Again, not all of these things are going to be positive, but these are the stories that I hear all of the time of things that people do that step out of their comfort zone. Positively, you might maybe take a vacation, maybe go somewhere by yourself because you've never done that and you've always depended on others. The fourth stage is the withdrawal phase. You may withdraw from your friends, from your family, from your job, from things that you love and enjoy. There may be days you just don't want to get out of bed. 
there's going to be days where you're going to feel absolutely just frozen. You won't want to move. You won't want to do anything. And you have to recognize that and tell yourself it's okay. We're going to get through this. Now, I'm not telling you to camp there, but you will get through it and it's okay to recognize it. The fifth and most important stage is the true healing phase. When you realize that healing and love and leaning towards love for everything that you do to heal is the only thing that matters. And the other four stages were just your stepping stones to make you realize that in the end, all that matters is love. With all of that said, I want to also touch on the variances of, of grief. So relationship grief, let's take a step back. Any kind of grief, the number one thing I would recommend always is getting a, getting a therapist. You know, we talked about support group. We talked about the stages, getting a therapist, some kind of counselor, some third party professional to maybe virtually hold your hand and help you walk through this process because you're not going to be able to do it alone. You are not going to be able to do it alone. And where I see a lot of people fail with this is relationships. They will get out of a relationship and they'll bounce into another relationship thinking that they can find safety and healing in that relationship, which they may, but they're not going to find that without recognizing and finding the safety and healing in themselves first. So find somebody, a therapist, again, a third party professional. I don't mean to repeat myself here, but I, I know how important it is. And I really want to see people start working on themselves because it's messed up a lot in the dating world. People refuse to work on themselves. They refuse to face their demons. And that's why the modern dating world is so messed up. Now, physical grief, mourning the loss of, of somebody requires therapy as well and it also requires self-reflection i would say read read a lot of books on healing i do talk about inner child work often Uh, there's a great author by the name of john bradshaw it's called homecoming it's a great inner child book that really helps with grief because a lot of times through grief we recognize past traumas and it can make that grief that grieving time extended and possibly longer and really it's connecting with yourself through that grieving process really knowing who you are and your capacity of what you can and can't do and recognizing that and and not giving more of yourself to people that you can't do there's so many people pleasers out there that no matter what they're going through whether they're grieving or if they're hurting or if they're sick whatever it is they still want to continue to give And that will definitely detriment your grieving and your healing process. So recognize your boundaries and your limits. And people, places, and things will elevate you or they can bring you down. If you're in a rut and you're stuck in an environment, change that environment. Uh, Go somewhere else. Go out in nature. Go somewhere where you know you can feel peace. Music. Music is so important. Vibrational frequencies do a lot to the human body. You know, I noticed when I 
stopped listening to a lot of mainstream music. Now I'm not, I'm not knocking any artists. I'm not saying that all of them put negative things in their music, but a lot of artists put a lot of low vibrating frequencies and messages in their music and you don't even realize it and it brings you down it makes you sad it puts you in a state of depression it puts you in a negative mood i recommend higher frequency music and vibrations whether it's binaural beats 432 hertz frequency 528 frequency a sound bath if you don't know what a sound bath is i recommend and suggest looking it up they're really healing they're really peaceful um, chimes, hand pans, just listening to those frequencies will do a lot for your emotional and mental state to help you through the grieving process. And connecting with animals. If you've got a pet at home, whether that's a dog, a cat, if you don't have any pets, go to the zoo, go out and listen to birds. There's just something magical that really helps with the grieving process as well. Whatever you're going through, whatever kind of grief, suffering, maybe you're not even grieving something. Maybe you've just gone through some really tough times lately. I want to send you just some peaceful vibes. I Just take a moment. Take a moment. Close your eyes. Take in some deep breaths. Take in some breaths. Clear your mind. Take in the positive. Think of all the things that you have to be grateful for. Keep your eyes closed. Grateful for your car. Grateful for running water. Grateful for food. Whatever it is. Because gratitude will bring abundance and will help you through that healing journey. I really hope that this episode helps you and gives you some guidance through healing and through grief. If you have any questions for me, please hit me up on social media. The... Mr. Gratitude, or actually, I think uh, I think I changed my my name on TikTok. But if you just look up Mr. Gratitude, it still pulls me up. Um, glad I was able to record this episode. I'm grateful for that. If you can, please take a few seconds and go over to Spotify, uh, Apple Music. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. And leave me a five-star review. You don't have to do a write-up. Just leave me a five-star review. If you do do a write-up, extra points. I really appreciate that. Thank you for stopping by. This is the Living with Gratitude podcast. And we'll see you, friends.